Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Blonde Intelligence. We have a special guest straight out of Detroit, Michigan, Mr. A.K. Say hello to everyone. Hello. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hi. How are you? So we're going to start with asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like I said, I'm I'm from Detroit. <clears throat> I grew up on the east side. Um, I've always like I've always loved writing. I've always loved music. And once I decided to actually start making music, that's when my my love for words kind of grew even more. And then I'm also a nerd. Like as you can see, got the anime shirt on. I love anime, especially Dragon Ball Z. Diehard Dragon Ball Z fan. <clears throat> but Love video games too. I'm actually going to school to be a uh, game designer as well. So, yeah, it's about yeah. Like I, like I said, I love video games. Love writing. I'm just, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I know you told me earlier that you started rapping at the age of 13, mm-hmm. and that you got approximately about. What does every artist need? Press, 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 and more press. Music reviews, interviews, blog articles, press releases, the Blonde Intelligence video show, the Blonde Intelligence podcast, the Blonde Intelligence blog, Blonde Intelligence music reviews, available on Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple, YouTube, and more. Social media blasts, build your EPK, expand your fan base, links to your press. For more information, visit blonde-intelligence.com. years in the game now so tell me about your journey your growth from when you first started to where you are now and tell me how do you feel that you have gotten stronger and what areas of weakness have you identified with I guess technology taking over music well when I first started I the only thing I knew how to do was rhyme but nothing made sense whatsoever the words rhyme. Everything sounded good. It just didn't make sense. So okay. like I kind of, as time went on, I kind of got more into. When I first started, like actually getting good at writing raps, I I put them in the stories instead, instead of just like because okay. I could never think of anything to just sit and rap about. So I would just make up some funny stories and make a nice little three minute story for it and have it as a song. And that's how I used to do it at first. And then <clears throat> doing that. A few times it kind of grew my skills of actually being able to rap about different stuff, like hopping from topic to topic and stuff like that. And it was like, it was difficult because like when I first started, I uh, I quit for a minute because like I said, it didn't make sense. Like I, I kind of like lost my, my inspiration for a minute, but okay. my dad, was, he was telling me, he was like, I mean, if you want to do it, then you got to actually do it. Don't just half-ass do it. You got to actually do it. And okay. So I just went and did it, and it, it stuck with me. Actually, I, I love it now. I'm obsessed with it. It's, I love when I get those those spurts where I just go and write, and I don't stop until the song is done. I love it. Okay, well, one of the things that really, um, with the, the single that you sent, one of the things that really stood out to me is the fact that you didn't use auto-tune. Tell me about your decision on that. With auto-tune, like, like the studio that I went to, the guy, he wanted, he asked me if I wanted to use auto-tune, but the way I saw it, if 
my voice don't sound good, then it's just it just don't sound good. I want to sound as natural as possible because when I'm out on stage, I can't make my voice be auto tune. I want if I'm out performing a song, I want it to actually sound the way it do through your headphones. Like I, I just I don't know. You can you can do auto tune live. But yeah, but like with a special with a special type of mic, you can't do it out of your throat though. That's the thing. That's right. what I like. Like the right. the naturalness of it. But okay. don't get me wrong, like auto-tune is it's cool. Like I like there's certain people that can pull it off. I just feel like it's not for me personally. Okay. But thank so, you. I appreciate it. So. <laughs> so with you being from Detroit and Detroit being known for music the way it is. I know it's going to be hard for you to answer this, but out of any artist mm-hmm. out of Detroit, Eminem. who has been the most influential as in entertainment, as in I have to be like this, as I've been a role model for me, and this is the bar for me. What artists from Detroit? I gotta give it to Eminem. Okay. Eminem has been my favorite rapper since I knew what rap was. I'm pretty okay. sure the very rap song I heard was an Eminem song. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with you saying that you being a geek, <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite artist, period? And when I say artist, I mean writer, painter, um, uh, hmm. lyricist, um, <clears throat> vocalist, anything, anything dealing with creating anything. Hell, it can even be the person that has built the most beautifulest car you have ever seen. Hmm. I, when, well, when you say like lyricist and everything, that I still throw him in that category, but when you want to talk about like art and everything, like, like I love anime, like Akira Toriyama, he made Dragon Ball Z, and I love every single different Dragon Ball Z series there is. Like, I can't find a single flaw in any of them. I love them. <clears throat> and that's I have a, uh, my best friend, her son is around your age, and I remember he had to be maybe around five or six years old. He just used to love some Dragon Ball Z, and I used to just think he was out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Dragon Ball Z is the best. Okay. <laughs> so, tell me about some of your performances. Where have you performed at before? And with you being from Detroit, I know there's lots and lots of opportunities to perform. So, tell me what you had going on there. Uh, I've actually only performed twice. The first time I performed, I was 18 and I was in a, a, a competition. It was a Coast to Coast competition. They came okay. to Detroit. And they were uh, they were at the shelter down in uh, downtown, and they had a little made, uh, made you pay to perform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure did. But I was I was with it. It was my first time. I, it was. But I'm gonna time. ask you a question about that. So you went and performed there, and mm-hmm. I know that they have you judged by like different um, guest perform. I mean, guest judges this in the industry. And they have like media people there. After the experience, what happens then? Well, for me, I just I once I got there, I kind of saw that that crowd wasn't well. The type of song that I was gonna do wasn't for that crowd. The kind of song that I did 
the the main song that I had at the time, it was more of a just talking about me, like how I came up kind of song. It wasn't the type to have like a crowd jumping type of song. So I just I took it as a learning experience to see how I feel to be out there and everything. So when I go and do it again, I don't have the same jitters that I had. But I know I, I missed the artist at one time that was going to perform there and we were going over song selection. And that was one of the things that I was telling him. Yeah, that's a good song, but you're performing at a club. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that some I'm, I'm going to say young artists don't think about. They think about the feeling that they had when they made the song, but not taking into account who you finna perform the song for. Mm-hmm. So did you have that discussion with your management before you did that? Uh, no, nah, I actually didn't have any management. I was kind of riding in solo. I, it was me, the girl that I was with at the time, and her brother's girlfriend. We all went together. My mom came, but my part in the competition was so late in the in the night, she had to go and go to work the next morning. So it was just us there. I didn't really have nobody, and I just kind of – I just had it in my head, like, I really liked that song. I didn't take into consideration the crowd at all. I took into consideration more of the judges because I wanted them to hear the lyrics and everything and the flow and didn't think the crowd was kind of going to be standing around listening to it. <laughs> so it's going to look like and, they don't really yeah. Well, another thing, this is just me giving you some little cheater pointers. Don't tell people that you don't have management, even if you had to have your girlfriend pose as your management because you want to appear professional at all times. But the next time you perform, even when you're submitting to perform, you have to think about the crowd. So say, for instance, you have a song that you just really love and it's full of curse words and all this kind of stuff, but you just submit to perform at an all-age event family-friendly festival mm-hmm. in the park. Is that really going to work? Right. Yeah. So those are some things that you really have to think about. Presentation. I mean, I have seen a lot of artists, which is okay if you're a bigger artist, but if you're not and people don't know who you are, you probably need more than yourself in a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I can <laughs> I wish I would have known that back then for sure. The second time I went and performed, it was a lot better than that. I performed a much better song. I actually had the crowd into it. It was a much better atmosphere. It felt better. Okay, so you told me that it was a learning experience between the first and the second. So what did you do differently when you went to perform the second performance than you did from the first performance? And what advice would you give to a new artist that was in your position? For starters, the what I did different was have a more upbeat and hype song to actually move to and jump to. And <clears throat> I, I went and the way the crowd was like, I, I kind of took my microphone and kind of got down in between the crowd and everything. So I had them like I was jumping with them. So that made it even more hype. So like that was... That was kind of like the the difference I took from it. Cause like, I mean, I couldn't do that the first time I went to go perform, but like, I feel like my first performance, I didn't even move around like that at all. I was kind of really stationary and blinded by the lights that was in front of me. So, I had so, to do so that. you decided to get 
more you had to do things to get more crowd participation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because if you lose the crowd, then you you're gonna get tomatoes thrown at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and my my friend he noticed that that day. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. That. So tell me with COVID, how has that affected you? Physically? Uh not too much, honestly. Like I still, I go work, I make my money, I go to the studio when I can. It's like this. I'm honestly ready for it to be over with. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> Are you doing your parts? Oh yes, of course. I my job. I uh I take temperatures outside of a Chrysler plant. That's my job. So tell me this: when you go to, let's say the gas station or anything like that. And mm-hmm. you go in and it's somebody there that just won't put their mask on when they go into the store. And the people at the store is not enforcing it. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's on them. If they want to put themselves at risk like that, that's on them. I got my mask on, though. I'm cool. <laughs> I know they they spread their germs back and forth from each other, but I know it ain't gonna come this way. I'm good. Y'all stay that okay, way. Okay, <laughs> but what if but what if they wanna talk to you? And see that you gotta keep that six feet too. You want especially if you ain't got no mask, you might have to go twelve, honestly. If you ain't got no mask, you might have to back up a little bit more. <laughs> so with predictions being that there's going to be a second wave, what do you think that it's gonna do to music? This time around, because the first time around, what was March, April, May, people like really went hard with releasing music, trying to get videos out. It was like it was a surge in music. Okay, mm-hmm. now it's going to be flu season, and they said it's going to be a second wave of COVID. What do you think this second wave is going to do? to music this time? Because I mean, when I say people got creative, they got creative. So, mm-hmm. what do you I feel, like, I feel like, like you said, people get, they go get creative. I feel like a lot of people going to make more studios in their own home to go to so they don't have to go use other people's and stuff like that. And then, but that's also going to halt a lot of people's money because they're not going to be taking those, those people that come to get the studio time. So, that's, I feel like it's going to, it's going to have its ups and downs. I feel like it's going to build some people up and it's going to kind of pause some people. It's going to have its effects. So tell me, what do you think that a common mistake is for new artists entering into the music industry? Common mistake? Let's see. Got to go through the list that I made. Uh, <laughs> I say. Um, tell me about this list that you made. <laughs> don't, don't give me the common mistake. Just tell me the list that you made because I have never <laughs> heard that before. Man, like when I when I first started, like all I really, all I could really, all I really wanted to do was just rap. Like I didn't think about the the other aspects of it, like promoting yourself and actually getting it out there. Like I I record a song and then I share it on Facebook for a day or two and then be done with it. And not think nothing what? else about. It. Wait a minute. So, what about your distribution and your your virtual incomes and register, registering with your PRO and with Sound Exchange and Harry Fox and all those things? 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, honestly. <laughs> That's so how did me. you how did you get to don't tell nobody? How did you get to the point of submitting through share to problems? What was your expectation of that? Because I had somebody to send me some music and I said, okay, I said, well, you know, I only take submissions for that through Share the Pros. And he was like, oh, you mean where I have to pay money to have somebody listen to my music? Well, I feel like the music should speak for itself. And I wrote a blog a few, I guess a few, maybe a couple of months ago, a few weeks ago. And one of the things that I put in there is that in the year of 2014, Spotify had 2 billion new artists to enter into the scene. So I'm not sure why he felt like nobody else's time was important just to listen to that one song. So what made you want to submit to share to pros? Because some artists don't want to put a dime into anything that they do <laughs> other than making the song. <laughs> See, I, I can understand that to an extent, but I I was thinking more. I was trying to broaden my my horizon of thinking and try to actually branch out because I always had the problem of promoting myself and getting myself out there. So I figured me doing this is getting myself towards people that actually got a good opinion on behind them and can listen to me and let me know some good feedback here and there. So like I was just So how many times have you used the service? Uh I did it well this is my first time but like when I did it I did it uh five different um five different services. Okay. So <laughs> what 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 was your experience? What do you think about it? It That's was the question that I'm cool. asking because he didn't he didn't want to do it and I'm like Yeah, I, I don't understand why he didn't want to do it. It's it's cool. Like it's like it's you wanna promote yourself and that's just basically you even though you it, it wasn't even expensive though. So like I don't understand what he was mad about. Like it's not like they was asking for a hundred dollars for you to send a song out. But it's just <clears throat> it's just a way to get yourself out there. Like I I don't understand what was up with him, but Okay. With well, me, what was your expectations? My expectations, I, I honestly, because like when I read it, it had said that uh, if you don't get a response, you get your um, your credits refunded. And I, I thought that I wasn't going to get a response at all. Like I thought they wasn't nobody going to listen to it. They weren't going to pay no attention to it. They just going to give it back to me. And I was going to try to put it somewhere else. But I ended up actually getting responses back. And like the first two honestly kind of made me laugh because like, the first guy. What was the, what was the first two? I can't think of what the actual like names for the things were, but the feedback they gave me, the first person they gave me a two out of five in all their categories, and the second person said that the song wasn't. Uh, I didn't sound clear and it wasn't understandable, and uh, I wouldn't get any airplay in this country or any other. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, dang, that's like, that's, I'm trying to cut deep, but it's not going to do it for me. Because <laughs> I, I like the song. I thought the song was pretty good. So 
that well, that of course, you're going to like the song. It's your, it's your song. Yeah, but see, at, that, at the same time, though, I, I've had songs that I made that I didn't really care for that much, though. But, like, that, that's something, like, that is catchy to me. Like, it, it gets stuck in my head, too. I love it. But yeah, that was it was pretty funny with with those two. Yours was the uh the first good response and then I got another one after that. It was just um I think it said uh this was a good melody or something like that. I can't remember fully. But yours yours stuck out the most to me. I loved it. Talk about <laughs> the auto. Loved that because I I could not do the auto tune. I couldn't. It wasn't for me. Well, when when I listen to music, I listen to several different things. And I know I when I used to manage an artist, I had submitted some of these people was I submitted a song and he was like, uh, he needs to work on the flow. And I was like, I can't see can't nobody hear better than me. I am <laughs> going to give you a real critique. I was like, this doesn't even make sense at all. Work on the flow. Okay, right on beat with everything. I'm like, okay. It must have had a lot of reviews to do that day. And I wasn't even being biased because I will be the first one to tell you if you need to work on something. And I have had to, I had a review. This guy sent in a song and he said, I'm doing the best that I can right now. So tell me what you think. And it was nowhere near ready for anybody to listen to at all. <laughs> and I was like, well, I listen. I said, the first thing that I would say is, if you're going to present yourself as a professional, then you need to pr pr uh, put forth professional work. Because, mm -hmm. again, my whole point is Spotify had two billion new artists in the year 2014 alone. We in 2020 now. So mm -hmm. don't come and send some stuff talking about, So I mean, some really rough stuff talking about I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> it's so cutthroat. You mm -hmm. got to the best, 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 best. Yeah, you got. <laughs> if you're gonna come, you gotta come. For real, you gotta come with it. Yep. So tell everybody about your latest single and where they can find it at. Uh, well, you found it on my SoundCloud. It's AK One O P T I O N option. And it should be the first one once you go on my page. I I heard uh 24k golden's uh mood and like the beat it just it got stuck in my head. Like the first time I heard it, I was driving to work and it was on the radio, and it was just playing in my head the whole day while I was at work. So I started writing to it, and once I started, I didn't stop until the song was done, and I finished it with like I say about 20 minutes, and I, I loved it. I was obsessed with it, and like. The way I, the way it is that when I'm at work, like I'm able to record myself like on my tablet to like hear myself before I go and actually record. So like I, I was doing that and I heard it and I, I fell in love with the song instantly and I had to go and do it. Like I went and did it within like a couple of days after I wrote. <clears throat> <Okay. clears throat> I like it because it's like 
the I changed the chorus up from the way he did his and kind of had a different atmosphere of it and like different like vibe of it. But I feel like it's a pretty good vibe to like bounce to it. Okay. What's your social media handle? Uh, my Twitter is ak underscore b the underscore name. And oh, one other thing that I wanted to um to ask you about. We talked earlier and you were saying that the how you got your stage name. So tell everybody how you got your stage name. <laughs> oh, my first two initials. Okay. Yeah, we don't look we don't wanna have any you know, anybody thinking of anything bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of people think it's it's cause of the gun, but nah, it's that's me. It's all me. Okay. Okay. Is there even anything? Have to get it okay. Is there any <laughs> other um social media handles that you have? Is it everything uh, is AK or at, what is it? Yeah, everything is that that. Everything is okay. AK underscore be the name or underscore be the underscore name. Okay. We're going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything That's else it. that you want anybody to know about you? Uh, like I said, I'm just a big nerd that loves making music. And I'm either... You're either going to hear my music or you're going to be playing my video games one day. Okay, nerd, I need you to get a pencil and paper. <laughs> and while you get some pencil and paper, I thank everybody for being here today. And we're going to have some places for you to check out Mr. AK as soon as I get through talking to him. <laughs> Bye. Cool. Learn about the indie artist from the indie artist. Well, I'm Jana Key. I'm an artist. Hello. My name is Lauren. As you already said, um, I am a singer-songwriter. So I'm Mark Pems. I originally come from the Caribbean, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. My name is Brian Dusev. I'm an East Coast Canadian rocker. Uh, and then I found myself in Las Vegas, where I'm at currently, um, for dancing for Cirque du Soleil with my own solo. But- also learn from music industry professionals. I'm a music producer. Um, I've been producing professionally for about 14 years. Um, I have uh, worked with a couple people in the industry. Uh, Grammy nominated, Trev Rich, um, Nisha from 702. After I got my deal with Universal Music, after the Alicia Keys and Gunna record and many other that I've done, and then Alicia Keys was the number one adult R&B song of the year. I asked the question. That's a great question. Yeah, it's, it's a good question. Ooh, uh, that is a good question. Wow. I love all these questions. These are great. <laughs> like most of the questions that I get are like, you know, tell me about Justin Bieber. Like- indie Artist Music Hustle is for the indie artists, their fans, industry professionals, and the music lover. Subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, or the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, or Blonde Intelligence Facebook page. Don't forget to add me to your playlist. Bye. It's been really fun, especially talking to someone across the pond. Um, <laughs> that's cool.